Well, good morning to you. It is Black Friday, November 25th, 2022. Black Friday, November 25th, 2022. Uh, Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, by the way, in, in case you're curious, this is the 130th episode of my third year. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google uh, Political Views TV Podcast and I'll show up right at the top of the search. And like I said, like I say every day, like I said yesterday, like I will say on Monday, I really appreciate you coming. It's very nice of you. Uh, If you can uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow, that would be awesome. And you can tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe send me a news story. Maybe uh, uh, sick your uh, crazy friends after me and, so I can argue with them. I, you know, I'll argue with people. I, I like arguing. So um, let's, as we have been since uh, February, except for a couple of days, uh, let's start with uh, Ukraine and uh, Russia, the war. Uh, Putin will meet with mothers of Russian soldiers fighting in Ukraine. The uh, Kremlin said in a statement, on the eve of Mother's Day, which is celebrated in Russia on the last Sunday of November, Vladimir Putin will meet with the mothers of servicemen participating in the special military operation. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oddly, the Kremlin also announced that they own any dead bodies and that those mothers don't have the right to them. That was in a separate statement. Something like that. Uh, What for? Why would they want to? I have no clue. Because they don't want funerals all over the place and people getting pissed off? Maybe they're making Soylent Green? Yeah. You got to Google that if you don't know what Soylent Green is. Uh, Actually, there's there's a product called Soylent Green. And it's not the same product of the Soylent uh, Green of the B-movie from the 60s or 70s? 70s, I think. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin told mothers of soldiers fighting in Ukraine not to believe everything they see on television or read on the Internet. As he said, there is a lot of fake news, deceit, and lies. Sounding sound like anybody running for office right now, right now? Does that sound like anybody you know? Like maybe Donald Trump? Uh, I guess I, I, I guess Putin probably wasn't that was probably wasn't him admitting that his uh, uh, something about his uh, state-run media. He was talking about other media. <laughs> <clears throat> Russian president uh, presidential um, spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov said, uh, "For us, this is nothing but a discussion over an alienation of a territory from Russia. There can be no other understanding here. This is out of the question. Uh, he was referring to Zelensky's statement about retaking Crimea by non-military means. Uh, Spokespuppet added, Such speculations indicate once again the unpreparedness, unwillingness, and inability of the Ukrainian side to be ready to resolve the problem by non-military methods. Uh, Today in Armiensk, in Crimea, the air defense system was triggered, so maybe something is going on. Uh, You know, it's funny. Yeah, he says, um, 
resolve the problem by non-military methods? I, do you mean like you re- resolved a, a problem with non-military methods when you invaded Crimea in 2014 and took it for your own? Huh. Uh, Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has uh, called on the uh, on Europeans to remain united against Russia's war and to severely limit the price of Russian oil. Remember, they're talking about that price cap. Zelensky said in an address via a live video link, and, you know, the translation is difficult, but we'll try and get it right. Uh, it was to a conference in Lithuania. He said, there is no split. There is no schism among Europeans, and we have to preserve this. This is our mission number one this year. Europe is helping itself. It's not helping Ukraine to stand against Russia. Uh, I, I think what he's saying is that when they help Ukraine, it's helping Europe. Uh, he said he went on. This is helping Europe to stand against Russian aggression. Uh, Zelensky called on the uh, EU leaders to settle on the lowest proposal of $30 a barrel. The price cuts are very important. We hear about proposals to set the cap per barrel at $60 or $70. Such words sound more like a concession to Russia. I do agree with them somewhat, as we talked about yesterday. I feel it should be around $45, but lower would be better. Lower would be better. And it's nice that Europe would be getting cheap oil, but you know that's not the reason for it. It's it's to make sure Russia doesn't profit, so they can so that so they would will have trouble continuing this war. And uh, we talked about uh, Holodomor yesterday. More news about that today. German Foreign Minister Annalena Barbeck welcomes efforts in the country's parliament to declare the Holodomor the death by starvation of millions of Ukrainians in 1932 and 33, a genocide. Uh, Russia is going to hate that and will likely have something to say about it today or this weekend. I'm sure of it. Uh, Politicians plan to vote on the resolution next week following Ukraine's Memorial Day uh, for the famine. You know what? I I suppose uh, Russia might have something to say about it uh, next week after they vote on it, but there might be something said this week, uh, this weekend, or or, or today. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, British Foreign Minister James Cleverly will pledge uh, millions of pounds in further support for Kyiv as the harsh winter approaches. Uh, Again, as I've explained every time I use his name, he didn't... Uh, cleverly pledge, right? His last name is Cleverly, just so you understand. A statement from his office said Cleverly had traveled to Ukraine and is set to meet President Vladimir Zelensky and Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuliba on the uh, trip. Cleverly said the um, UK stands shoulder to shoulder with Ukraine as he uh, set out uh, three million pounds. Uh, which is like three and a half million dollars to help rebuild vital infrastructure and committed another five million, which is like six million dollars for a Ukraine led initiative to ship grain to countries at risk of famine. He added, I've seen here firsthand how the UK's efforts are helping brave citizens to resist and rebuild our support 
will continue for as long as it takes for this remarkable country to recover. I, and you know what? Three million pounds? Five million pounds? That's not much money. I mean, that would buy a nice house in Beverly Hills. Yeah, an average house in Beverly Hills, actually. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about those missile defense systems that Poland suggested should go to Ukraine. Uh, uh, By the way, those are older uh, Patriot missile systems. Uh, NATO uh, chief Jen Stoltenberg says it's up to Germany to decide if it wants to supply Patriot missile defenses to Ukraine after Poland urged Berlin to send them. Uh, Stoltenberg said, I welcome the German offer to strengthen the air defense of Poland by offering to deploy Patriot batteries. Sometimes there are end-user agreements and other things. So they need to consult with with other allies, but at the end of the day, it has to be taken by the national governments. Now, uh, as far as end-user agreements, we talked about this recently when uh, uh, South Korea was going to, the U.S. was going to buy ammunition, uh, 155 millimeter uh, howitzer shells from South Korea. And South Korea says that it can't be used to arm Ukraine. It can be used to refill our stockpiles. So there are those types of agreements. You understand? Uh, And again, with Hungary, so annoying. Uh, Someone really needs to overthrow Viktor Orban. I'm really getting sick of him. And, and, and if he gets overthrown, maybe Republicans will think again about what will happen to them if they try to pull off what, what uh, Viktor Orban has done in the last 20 years. Because that's what Republicans want to do here in the United States. Hungary's foreign minister complained to the EU that Ukraine is making business harder for its companies, such as drug maker Richter, because they have operations in Russia. Well then, move the fuck out of Russia! A lot of companies have moved the fuck out of Russia. Why don't you move the fuck out of Russia? Come on. Why are you even there? Uh, uh, Peter Shizarto said at a news briefing that Hungary would ask Brussels to ensure that Ukrainian authorities should not make the operations of EU companies impossible. These companies have not violated any rules. They're on, uh, their only sin is that they also have a presence in Russia. That's a big sin. Why are you helping Russia? That's a huge sin. Viktor Orban has been a huge supporter of Russia. He's like, he's like the Marjorie Taylor Greene of Eastern Europe, except he leads a country. Oh, God, what a horrible person. Uh, according to Kherson's uh, military administration, the city was shelled 17 times uh, before midday yesterday, and attacks continued into the evening, killing at least four people and injuring 10. Uh, the front line of Kherson and the front line of Luhansk and Donetsk, all sorts of stuff is going on. Uh, but as you know, Ukraine is kind of keeping it on the DL because they don't want Russia to know what's going on. Uh, Anyway, soldiers in the region had warned that Kherson uh, would face intensified attacks uh, as Russian troops dig in across the Dnieper uh, River. And and you know what? I've I've been thinking about it, and I I think Ukraine could swing around to Oleksandrivka uh, from the the Black Sea on, uh, on the west, then head east along the river and take out those um, 
those missile systems because it's pretty narrow there and that would bring them closer to Crimea as well um, now that I have your attention let's move on let's try and fix the world let's start with uh, elsewhere Iran uh, despite the murder and disappearing of protesters that is a verb uh, like we talked about several times uh, the protests continue. Uh, now the people are meeting Iran's military with homemade bombs. A United Nations body voted yesterday to create a fact-finding mission to investigate and report on the ongoing deadly re- rep- uh, repression of protests in Iran. Uh, at a special session in Geneva, the United Nations Human Rights Council, made up of uh, 47 UN member states, uh, states including several dictatorships, voted 25 to 6 with 16 abstentions to create the investigatory mission investigatory mission to probe documented and alleged abuses by Iranian government forces perpetuate uh, perpet, uh, perpetrated against protesters <laughs> more having trouble speaking today uh, perpetrated against protesters Uh, with a special focus on women and children, which there have been quite a few because it's been primarily women who have been protesting. They've been standing up to their oppressors. It's about time, and I'm so happy. Uh, I'm not happy that they're dying. I'm happy that they're standing up. UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, uh, Volker Turk, uh, said, It pains me to see what is happening in the country. The images of children killed, of women beaten in the streets, and of people sentenced to death. We have seen waves of protests over the past years calling for justice, equality, dignity, and respect for human rights. They have been met with violence and repression. The unnecessary and disproportionate use of force must come to an end. The old methods and the fortress mentality of those who wield power simply do not work. In fact, they only aggravate the situation. We are now in full-fledged human rights crisis. Well said, right? According to the group, uh, human rights activists in Iran, 440 people, including 61 children, have been killed by government forces since protests began following the death of Masa Amini, the uh, 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian woman arrested by so-called morality police uh, three days earlier and reportedly beaten for violating Iran's strict dress code. She was, of course, killed. Uh, She died. We also mentioned Ghazala Shalavi. We did a whole story on her on October 24th, if you want to listen to it. More than 18,000 people have been arrested and many may never return. And a handful of people have been sentenced to death for protesting. For protesting, they've been sentenced to death. Iranians, often led by women and girls, continue to demonstrate against the regime in cities across the country of 84 million inhabitants despite all of this. The UN resolution enhances international scrutiny on the situation in Iran, but also puts in place a process to collect, consolidate, and preserve crucial evidence for future prosecutions, hopefully by The Hague. 
Amnesty International has been working towards the establishment of an international investigative and accountability mechanism on Iran for years. While the uh, fact-finding mission should have come far sooner, uh, today's vote sends a clear message to the Iranian authorities that they can no longer commit crimes under international law without fear of consequences. Uh, Khadija Karimi, Iran's a deputy for women and family affairs, responded to the UN vote by insisting her government has taken necessary measures to seek justice for Amini's death, including the establishment of an independent parli- parliamentary commission and a forensic medical team. She added, however, before the formal announcement of the probe analysis, the biased and hasty reaction of a number of Western authorities and their interventions in international affairs of Iran turned the peaceful assemblies into riots and violence. In other words, a repressive government is blaming the protests on everyone else but themselves and Iran's repression. And how could you trust this government to tell the truth about an investigation? Really? I mean, I don't even like internal affairs, and they're supposed to be separate from the police. You can't trust them either. Javide Ryman, the UN Special Rapporteur on the uh, Situation of Human Rights in Iran, uh, countered with, The Iranian government has consistently presented unsubstantiated reports and reiterated assertions claiming that Amini did not die as a result of any violence or beatings and that Iranian officials refute the killings of children by security forces claiming that they committed suicide, fell from a height, were poisoned or killed by anonymous enemy agents. Uh, And of course, they they, uh, also um, uh, said that about... um, What's her name? In the 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 girl that I reported on on uh, the twenty fourth of October. They said that she fell from a building, committed suicide. Uh, so Amazon is big, right? Not the river. Well, that's big too. But I'm talking about the company. Uh, think back. Do you remember what Amazon was? Do you remember? Back then, we began wondering if Amazon would put bookstores out of business, which it did. It only sold books back then, taking advantage of the Postal Service's book rate. That's how they made it big. But then around 2000, everyone realized their business was in danger. Even Walmart, they sued. (laughs) Amazon began selling everything. Today, in over uh, 40 countries, Thousands of Amazon workers are planning to mark Black Friday by walking off the job and protesting the abuse of employees and the climate, as well as its chronic, as uh, Amazon's chronic, chronic avoidance of taxes while raking in huge profits. Of course, I mean, you know, Jeff Bezos got a lot of money. Uh, make Amazon pay actions are expected to include marches and rallies for union recognition in Bangladesh, strikes at nearly 20 warehouses in France and Germany, walkouts in dozens of cities in the U.S., and uh, a protest by newly unionized workers in Japan. 
Amazon spent around $4.3 million on anti-union consultants in the U.S. last year alone as it worked to crush historic labor uh, organizing efforts in Alabama and New York. Uh, It succeeded in Alabama, but not in New York, at least part of New York, um, and part of Alabama. Uh, The union busting going on is reminiscent of union busting in the 30s and 40s last century, what they're doing, just like Starbucks. Starbucks, as we talked about, they're doing the same thing. Also, according to the Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy, Amazon avoided $5 billion dollars in federal corporate income taxes in the U.S. alone last year. $5 billion with a B. One year. And Amazon CEO, the new one, Andy Jassy, received $213 million in total compensation in 2021, while employees are often subjected to inhumane treatment and forced, uh, forced to labor under grueling conditions to earn pennies around the world. But Amazon is not just destroying other businesses, uh, the lives of its workers, and shortchanging economies around the world. Amazon disclosed earlier this year that it emitted, emitted the equivalent of 71.5 million metric tons of carbon dioxide in 2021. But that's only if you believe their estimates, which are way underestimated. Uh, and it's probably around 300 million metric tons, I would guess. That's my guess. That there's, I have nothing to base that on, except, uh, except my experience in seeing the undercounting by other corporations. Amazon raises pay at pay cut levels around the world. In other words, any raise they give never keeps up with inflation so workers make less every year in comparison to their costs of living at one time just before the pandemic i me i did it i submitted my resume to amazon to deliver i thought i'd try some delivery they were offering about $18 an hour to start and i thought oh okay that's not so bad i could make up to 21 22 bucks an hour in a year or so maybe. They contacted me six months later and offered me a that job for $15 an hour. What was the difference, you say? The pandemic started. They knew they, uh, they, knew they could. Due to the pandemic, they knew they could, under, they could uh, offer less because people were looking for work. This is what Amazon does! Are you going to cross the picket line today and buy something from them on Black Friday? Are you going to do it? That's entirely up to you. Do as you wish. Moving on. Uh, Elon Musk's launch of the blue check uh, for anyone uh, failed earlier this month. The $8 a month thing really failed earlier this month. Uh, uh, did a bad job. I, maybe you shouldn't fire thousands of people that you need to take care of things. I mean, really. Uh, after revamping, uh, there is a new verification being launched. Under the scheme, companies will get a gold check mark, like 
Coca-Cola will get a gold check mark. Uh, Doritos, gold check mark, you know, etc. NFL, gold check mark. Government officials will get a gray check mark, uh, probably similar uh, to the official check mark. Uh, it's currently trying out with some prominent accounts, which I've noticed. I've, I've noticed these these little gray things, and the blue check mark will be dedicated to individuals, even if they are not celebrities. That mean that would mean celebrities and me could have a blue check mark. Uh, that would mean that the blue check mark will be used with legacy verified accounts and folks who buy Twitter's new eight dollar per month paid plan. If I decide to do it, $7.99 <laughs> a month. I could do it for a month, you know. Uh, Musk said that the company will manually authenticate all verifications before the new verification system goes live, which will be kind of difficult with all the employees gone. He lost a lot. Trust me, a lot. A lot. Musk further explained that individuals can have a second tiny logo to note if they are part of a certain organization. Uh, for instance, uh, Ted Koppel, or I don't know, uh, who, uh, who's, who's uh, anchor of whatever. Um, that organization, uh, by the way, that also organization also has to verify that the individual represents them or works with them in some way. So I so, suppose like a, a CBS anchor would have a blue check with, with their other thing underneath. Also, if you had an account suspended recently, you will likely already have it back. That's right. A lot of people got their accounts suspended in recent years because Twitter was doing stupid things that I've complained about many times. They shut down my account because they said I was acting like a uh, a bot, right? And they demanded my phone number. I wrote an angry letter. I wrote an angry letter. Um, anyway, he forgave a lot of suspended accounts of many who had to start new accounts because of their suspensions. So they might, might have their, own, their old accounts back. Wouldn't that be interesting? Anyway, that's it. I'm done. Short one today. That's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, November 25th, 2022. Friday, November 25th, 2022. Man, do I appreciate you very much. Uh, bring someone with you again uh, today or this weekend. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Those four words. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe send me a news story. Maybe say hi. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.